the only sports talk that you want to listen to. This is the latest catch podcast. Welcome back to the latest catch podcast. Brent Bounty, Bryce and Mercier here. What a week of football. Once again, we've been having a couple of good weeks of football. A lot of good games before we get into that. By the way, episode with Cohen King dropping soon. All right. Be prepared for that. We are talking about a couple of cool things with him. But we need to talk about some college basketball because Brent, we need to get better. <laughs> we are yeah. bad. I that mean, was rough. That game of the week lived up to the hype, though. You can, I mean, we both picked Baylor. Baylor lost. Buzzer beater. Anybody listening that watched that game knows that that was a great basketball game to watch. And March Madness is fastly approaching. I cannot wait. We don't have that much time between the Super Bowl and March Madness, luckily, because... The Super Bowl is what? This is it the first or second weekend in February, and then we got about a month until March Madness starts, so that is a good sign. Brent is yeah, dude. Isn't I, it crazy though, BT? How fast this thing goes, and then you know, I feel like just yesterday we were watching Week One, Jordan Love and uh, big Packers fans, obviously, and then now, dude, Super Bowl's on its way. A couple weeks out, and then all of a sudden you got the draft process starting for the NFL, March Madness. Don't yeah. be much better than that. We're going to have to start talking about the draft pretty soon. And to be honest with you, we haven't even touched it. We, we haven't even no. brought up the draft yet. And that's coming up pretty soon here uh, before upon us. But Brent, we need to make our picks okay. for this week's college basketball games. It is that time. It is that time. Um, we are both at three points. For so, anybody listening, you get two points for the upset, one point for the game of the week, and one point for the lock. We are struggling. We are struggling. Yo. I think you I might just found first. something here tonight, though, BT. Six o'clock. Here's my lock, and you better put her on in. So lock. I got a little maxion here. A little maxion. Uh, yes. Buffalo takes on Ball State. Buffalo is 2-15. and 15. Ball State is 9-9. Nine and nine. Now, I look at the – like, I think the spread, we end up taking, like, you have to be within eight or whatever it was. Um so, Ball State's only favored minus one and a half. Ball State's 500. Buffalo is way under 500 at 2-15. and 15. I'm just going to go with Ball State here. Hopefully, get myself a, a point. And just trending in the right direction. That's just what I'm hoping for. All right. I like that. I, I like that. A little bit of action. Never hurt anybody, uh, whether that is in football or basketball. I... There was a lot of different games I was looking at for this week. But sometimes you just got to go with the obvious ones. James Madison, they play the Old Dominion Monarchs this weekend. And I think that might be my lock. All right. I like hey, James Madison. It, good team. They, good team. They were actually, fun fact, in the Summit League for a little bit transferred out uh, to go to a bigger conference. I don't know what conference they're in now, but their football team also was in the FCS, yeah. just moved to the FBS, and look at them. They were ranked this year. 
Uh, but yeah, James Madison, I think they play on, well, that's a, uh, the 24th. So that would be Wednesday. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. They play tomorrow night. I got James Madison. Their record is better. Old Dominion isn't very good. They're struggling. James Madison, my lock of the week. And then uh, let's do the game of the week, which is worth one point. We're going to settle on another game tomorrow. Um, I believe at least it's tomorrow. Could be tonight, to be honest with you. But it's um, for our guy, Cohen King. That's all I got to know. It's this week. It's Virginia taking on NC State. Who do you got? Mm. NC State. Jimmy V, Jimmy Valvano, ex-coach there, legend. But we have a Virginia legend coming on the show. i got to go Virginia here. We cannot pick against Cohen no, King. No, no. We cannot do it. We it's can't. a sin. It's a sin. You just can't do it. And both teams are 13-5. and five. ESPN right now says, though, that Virginia has a 71% chance of winning. So I'll take those odds. And like you said, you can't bet against Cohen King's squad. He said he was a big basketball guy, and this team was actually ranked to start the year. I don't know what's happened to Virginia this season. Haven't really paid too much close attention to ACC basketball, but like you said, you got to do what you got to do, and you got to do the right thing here, and I think we're both going to side with the same squad. All right, and my upset, the game just started. Are you going to call a foul on me for that? No, no, no. Go ahead. The game just started. Go ahead. We have a team that we picked oh, against. Te- Texas, Texas plays I, I like that. the Oklahoma Sooners right now. Oklahoma's ranked 11th. Texas is still unranked somehow. I'm going to go Texas. Upset. I like that, man. And I'm going to go with the team that screwed me over last week. If you guys were listening, I picked the Wisconsin Badgers. I thought it was just clear cut that they would be able to go into uh, Penn State kicked the living shit out of the Nittany Lions, but it ended up going the opposite way, really. I mean, they just – they lost that game to a team they should have never lost to. I've seen Michigan State go in there and kick their ass. But this Friday, big game, 7 o'clock Central Time on Fox Sports 1. Give me the Spartans over the number 13 Wisconsin Badgers. We're coming for some revenge. They kicked Ooh. their butt. They kicked our butt uh, down in East Lansing. So, you know, second time to charm here. All right, a little, little bit of Michigan State. We, I, I haven't, I haven't right. gone their way yet. I haven't gone their way yet. Oh, oh, what's the point guard's name? Kenneth Tyson Walker. Walker. Our, our, our Tyson Walker take that we oh, made. Aging like fine wine. To... <laughs> I don't know, man. The Michigan State is struggling. They, well, they are coming out. Here's of the, the thing, rut, man. Here's they the thing. They got off to such a bad start. Tyson Walker is the only reason why this team's winning basketball games. And I'm being honest with you, this guy reminds me of Kyrie Irving. I mean, I watch every single Spartan game. Uh, I think since Tyson's got there, I, I really got back into it. You know, we we had Miles Bridges at one point. But you know, even when Jason going there, that, that helped me kind of catch my groove back on the Michigan State basketball train. And, you know, Tyson's averaging 20 points a game. No Spartans ever done it. 30 straight games with double-digit points. And, you know, he hasn't shot the ball great in some games, but when the game's on the line, you put the ball in number two's hands because it's – I'm telling you, man, it's going to go in. Yeah, he he is definitely probably one of the best point guards in the Big Ten. 
Uh, that is no doubt. No now, center on that team, though. No, yeah, no big guys uh, on that Michigan State Spartans team. But it's better than having literally nobody, which the Michigan Wolverines have on their yeah. basketball team right now. Uh, we are we play Purdue tonight, right. ranked number two in the country. Upset. I couldn't pick the. I couldn't pick them in my upset two weeks in a row. I probably uh, did put like up a fight against. Points. I want to give you like five they, points for that one. <laughs> they did put up a fight against Illinois last week. They ended yeah. up losing by about ten, I think. But yeah, I could not pick them in my upset for two weeks in a row. Let's jump to the NFL. A lot of good football, better than wild card weekend for the closeness of the games. Uh, a lot of good ones. The Texans. Ravens game was the only one that wasn't really close. It was tied at halftime, but the Ravens pulled away um, in the second half by quite a bit. Lamar Jackson, four total touchdowns. MVP this year, don't you think? But Or, oh, or do you have yeah, somebody else that's the MVP? I think he just sealed the deal there with, with that performance. I mean, I, I thought Lamar was definitely the front runner at entering this past weekend. And, uh, yeah, he just made it very clear that he's the best player in football right now. And, you can make your case for McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey, a close second. And, you know, there's other guys out there that, that have played really well. But, yeah, Lamar's a game changer. You know, I, I haven't really seen a guy be able to run the football like that. When a play breaks down, he's able to explode for a 50-yard run. I mean, even even Josh Allen, right? You can argue his name, the way he played at the end of the year. Uh, Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, um, those guys are also in the conversation. So, to me, don't ever put Brock Purdy's name in that category. Uh, oh god, we're, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna we're gonna get to that. Well, right. see, you know, I I think we shouldn't spend too much time here on the last week's games because, first off, I'm I'm very very I, I'm still hurt over last week's game. Um, you know, for the day the day after the game, I woke Let, up. Let's and just get into the let's just get felt, into the Packers game. It felt like my there heart wasn't got much torn. to talk about, dude. It got my heart got torn out of my body, and like the thing is with Green Bay, I've been saying it. Like, for the past couple of weeks, we've been in the playoffs here. Like, even if we lose, I won't be upset. Now, it's a different story if you, like, go to Dallas and you make them look like a whole different team. Like, they look like frauds at that point, and then they didn't give any credit to Green Bay. Green Bay owned the 49ers, number one seed, for three quarters of that football game. And we just could not take advantage of the opportunities they were just handing to us. I mean, they were giving us the football we were not able to capitalize. So for us to lose that game on the biggest Green Bay possible way uh, by a chip shot missed field goal to at least get us a comfortable lead at seven and maybe put a little pressure where I just felt like we were giving them way too many opportunities to, to take that lead, to take over the game. We let the whole entire momentum shift. I mean, it started with that love pick, and I was worried when love threw that pick, the first one, which was behind Tucker Craft, deflected in the air, green. Worried that it would affect his confidence a little bit. And we have not run out of Jordan. He's only thrown one pick in the last how, – how many weeks, Bryson? Like 12? 10. Last eh? 10 weeks. I mean, and he threw that one to Greenlaw, and I'm like, oh, God, here we go. This is a playoff game too. Big, big moment. Big part of our season. You know, it's on the line. And, uh, yeah, they just were a better football team and experience got the best of us, which it was talked about the whole entire year. Youngest team in the NFL, and I think that ended up being uh, our worst nightmare at the end of the day there. And, 
yeah, when we lost, that that's uh, something Green Bay's done to San Fran over the last five or so years. Yeah, so I just wanted to run something by you here because in our lifetime since 2003, we have lost to either the Giants or an NFC West team in, let's see, one, Seattle and two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine times since 2003. 2006. Six. Oh, God. That the other team that you're forgetting, we've lost the Arizona Cardinals twice. Oh, yeah. Seahawks twice. Carson Palmer did. 49ers. Six times in our lifetime in the playoffs, you cannot forget about the 2003 season where we somehow lost to them. I don't know if that was on the road or at home, but yeah. I Can I ask you something quick? Yes, so please. I get how some of the Lions fans right now are, you know, they, they just mentioned the last 30 years of their lifetime, you know, not winning a playoff game, having terrible seasons, right? The, the big one was the Owen 16 year. I believe it was in 2008. Um, so would you rather have a struggling football team that knows they don't have a chance to begin the year? I get, you get frustrated with that, but I feel like there's no pain to it. Would you rather have that or a team like Green Bay go to the NFC championship game year in, year out with the best quarterback on earth and lose every single time, either in a blowout or we've seen games where we literally it, – it just the worst ending possible in these football games. And it somehow happened so, with this team right here. So would you rather kind of lose in these close games in the playoffs or would you rather be remembered for not even making them? I actually think I'd rather have – if we just didn't even make the playoffs at all this year, I'd rather go through that than what I did this past weekend because I can tell you one thing. I, the players were even upset. Like they didn't show, like, an excitement after the game. They didn't show, like, oh, my God, we're going to be back next year. No, they were hurt. Like, they actually bought in. They believed that they were actually a good football team, that they belonged, even though everybody else had different opinions of them. Like, we actually had a good team this year. The future is now. But now Green Bay's got to build on it. So would you, what would you rather, man? Would you rather have a struggling 30 years and now have success? Or would you rather do what Green Bay's done for the last, I don't know, our lifetime? I I would think I would take the, the latter because at the end of the day, the feeling after that Cowboys game trumps losing to the 49ers. I know it sucks. And by the way, you can add one more to that stat I read off earlier because it has not updated to the game that happened just nice. this last weekend. So add, add one more to that. Another interesting fact here, the last five times we have lost in the playoffs, get this, or no, not the last five. We have lost five times since 2015. To the Niners. With a – Or no, five of the last five, nine playoff games I know have been to the, liner, the Niners. Yeah, but we have had a lead at later oh, man. than five minutes left to go in the game in five of the last 11 years in the playoffs, and we ended up losing. Those five, like five little games. 
crazy. We ended up losing five of the, and we've had over, we've had leads with under five minutes left in all those games. So, the fact that people are like, "Oh, being a Packers fan is so easy," like, okay, there are instances where it is. Like, Regular going season. forward now, <laughs> this this team should be good. You would think we literally don't even have to re-sign anybody except for maybe restructure Debock, sign a couple of defensive guys, yeah. but like that offense is like. Well, Gary, there, man, for like three years. So, like, you know, we're going to see restructures to Rashawn Gary because they made his deal where it is very easy to restructure. And that was the whole point, right? To get money. Um, and then, same with, like you said, Debach, whether we want to keep him or not, it sounds like LaFleur had some high praise for him in the press conference to end the year and that he expects him back next year. Um, so, you look at that. You look at Kenny Clark, he's a get restructured. Aaron Jones, he has the highest cap hit out of any running backs in the entire NFL. But Jonesy, he makes that offense go. He's a he's a Packer for life, and he represents that G. And really, without him, we, we're really not the same team. But I've seen some arguments that, you know, Jordan Love is made by Aaron Jones, but Jordan's three biggest wins this season, you know, you can include the Rams game as well, where he got it going, right? Uh, four biggest wins. We got the Rams, Chargers, Lions, Chiefs, all without Aaron Jones. So I'm telling you, this J-Love kid, he's pretty special. Don't let that divisional round fool you. Um, but, yeah, we got talent. I think the only guy you can consider resigning is Keyshawn Nixon. That's it. Um, you know, maybe Eric Wilson, the linebacker, special teamer, made a big play against Sam Fran. But you mentioned it, young football team, and the future is now. We got to expect a playoff next year. And if not, it's honestly a, a failure of a season. And one last thing about this packet before we go on to uh, the next couple of games that were also very good in their own right. I I would not have been as disappointed if the Packers just went in there and it was obvious that the 49ers, you know, they Agreed. they played better. They beat us by like 12, 14. I'm not saying I would rather us have us getting blown out. That's not what I'm trying to say here. I'm saying it was a pretty competitive football game, but it was obvious the 49ers were just the better team. They went by a couple possessions. It is what it is. We're going to ride off into the off season off a high from the Cowboys and realizing that, all right, we just have to, you know, we have to live up to the 49ers next year. That's what we know that. But the fact that we outplayed them for literally 56 minutes of yeah. that 60 minute game is what's going to haunt us for this off season. I mean, we had that game in the bag. All we had to do was put together one drive. And it could have been three points. Could have been could have been three points. Like before that Carlson missed three. Like I'm seeing the couple of drives before that when we were up seven. Or whatever it was. Yeah. But yeah. just I mean, at least we had chance get three there. That's huge. And there were so many, you know, points of that game where it could have been different. Right? I mean, look at Debo Samuel going down with an injury, even on the other side of things, right? The Niners might have – it would have been maybe even tougher for Green Bay to stop that Niner offense. But still, that game was ours. And it does hurt that you walk away with that one um, taking the L. And as LaFleur said, I didn't expect to be here talking to the media today. I expected to be preparing for Detroit. Like that right there, you can just see how much this team bought in. It wasn't just the, yeah, this team shouldn't be here. They're too young. They don't even know why they're here. They're just so young that they don't know anything. Like, they're just there to play football. They don't know how to how this feels to lose this game. 
But hey, now they do. And that one, I'm sure, was a tough pill to swallow for a lot of those guys. Yeah, and the only bright spot here is that Jordan Love can't learn those yeah. kind of things from the bench. Like, he's going to learn not to throw that Brett Favre ball. But, but can I tell you something though, about field. that, though? I think you're going to see more of that in your lifetime with Jordan Love at quarter. I'm not going to say it's going to maybe in crucial times of the game like that. But oh, you might no, see a little something has... because Jordan believes he can make every throw. And you see the same thing with Mahomes, same thing with Josh Allen. Brett Favre did it. When you think you can make that throw, almost your instincts take over in your habits that you've been just doing your whole entire life. You got that much confidence in yourself. I think you might let a couple go that you shouldn't. But in that time of the game, you don't need a, to play hero ball. You don't need one shot to change the outcome of the game. You can, you know, make your way down the field, piece together a drive, and at least give your kicker a chance. And, you know, that's where Jordan's going to learn. Like you said, you can't learn that from the bench. Yeah, and I will say I think there's a lot more Favre than Rodgers in his game and the fact that he kind of just lets that lets that pigskin go. Like, Rodgers would sometimes take unnecessary sacks or throw the ball away yeah. in instances where he They're probably could have tried throwing it into a window. But, I mean, that was Aaron Rodgers' game. He was not going to give the ball away to the other team. Where, I mean, Jordan Love, we're just going to have to live with the fact that he might throw a pick every other game. But when he's hot. Or sometimes two. Hey. Or sometimes two in a game. But we saw what that guy is when he is hot. And Josh Allen's I the mean, same way, Bryson. You know, oh, when that yes, when that 100%. guy's hot, he is the best quarterback in football. And you've seen that with Jordan. So there's a lot to look forward to. Um, as Packer fans, I do think we got the guy. And I did see some stuff about Daniel Jones. Don't give him that Daniel Jones deal. But this guy. Him and Daniel him, Jones are completely different. different. And I, I will own up to it. <laughs> I said that Daniel Jones could be the guy. Well, I thought he was the, too. I thought he was the Giants, too. but this Jordan Love looks way different than Daniel Jones. Oh. Daniel Jones never went on this type of run. Never. Right. Daniel Jones beat the Vikings in the playoffs. That's what Daniel Jones did. Jordan Love led a team that was so they were bad. They were bad, bad. I mean, they were bad. We were talking. We were We were talking about trading the number one overall pick. Yeah, we're talking. We're thinking one of our top eyes. five draft selection here in, in 2024. Yeah. So, big turnaround, big things coming there in Green Bay. Um, so let's just quickly pick the games here. We got about seven minutes or so. I do want to mention, if you're still listening, that Cohen uh, little snippet that we're gonna have on. It could be in this video. It also could be a video of its own. So we're gonna try to wrap things up before Cohen hops on. Uh, BT, why don't you just give us a slate of games and we'll quickly pick uh, who we who we're thinking and why. Well, yeah, shout out to the Detroit Lions for making it to their first ever NFC Championship game. And that Bills-Chiefs game lived up to the hype again. Absolutely. Unfortunately for the Bills, wide right strikes again. Oh, man. Uh, man, well, dude. Well, I mean, God. they know the pain before us Green Bay Packers fans, but, uh, you know, they had yeah. uh, a pretty similar feeling, uh, you know, how we felt this weekend. Kind of the same thing happened. By the way, just to – Quick, quick question. I'm yeah. sure we'll ask Cohen this question too. Is that rule where they fumble it out the back of the end zone or into the end zone out of bounds? Do you like that rule or do you want that abolished? I, I do want that rule there because, like, yes, what happens 100%. if. No, I, I thought that, that Colin Hardman was a little cheap. 
like, dude, I really cannot tell if he was down or not. I, the more I saw it, the more I was starting to change my mind on it. I'm not sure about you, but I thought he was somewhat down before the ball came loose. It was really hard to tell. Um, but I thought they could have went out, like, whatever it was called on the field should have stood. They end up reversing the call. And, and you know, they run a fake punt with DeMar, DeMar, DeMar yeah. Hamlin. But, uh, <laughs> God damn. Man, uh, the Buffalo Bills. But, yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> it should be, should be in place, though. I think it should. You got you to gotta someone have some kind of consequences for. You have to take care of the ball start, around yeah, the goal got, line. Exactly. That's the goal line. Like, you're going to score a touchdown. You can't just, oh, well, I'm going to reach out as far as I can, and if I fumble it. We get the ball at the one yard line. No, yeah, that's to me not... that's stupid too. I agree. Yeah. So, anyways, to the games this weekend: Lions, Rams, not Lions, Rams. Lions, Forty Niners uh, play. Are they the first game or the second game? I believe they are the second game on Sunday. Second this game weekend. They are. Yes, they are the second game. I think they're the night game. Um, I guess I'm gonna hit this thing off first. I really don't want to see the Niners win, but I also. I, don't I just think, don't think Detroit can play with them. Same. And if Detroit – I told Alex Nader this, a good friend of ours, Lions fan. If the Lions get blown out and the Niners look dominant and they look like they're the real deal and maybe it just makes Green Bay look just a whole lot better than what they were, you know, I think people will be a lot more quiet about how they performed against so, San Fran. And, scenario here. Brent, yes. if the San Francisco 49ers go out there and put up like 38 points and their offense looks unstoppable, does that put credibility to Joe Barry's name for what he did these I'd last imagine. couple of weeks? It, it has to, right? And in my opinion, Mike Vrabel is the he, – he's or the guy Jim, I want hey, Jim to Leonard. pursue. Jim, Jim Leonard, another guy. Right. There's guys out there that I believe would do a better job than Joe Barry – but you got to admit the fact that Joe Barry against the Chiefs held them under 20, held the Lions in check the last time we played them. He did a solid held job the Cowboys in check and did a good job against San Francisco. Here's the thing, though. With our against talent, good though, teams, against good teams, that defense holds up. But against like, bad teams, man, what just, the hell happens? I just don't like our cornerback play when he's calling um, the schemes. I don't like the way he plays zone. I think our team fits more man-to-man coverage, and he puts a lot of safeties in the box, um, and sometimes that hurts us. When you put Darnell Savage in the box make a tackle on Christian McCaffrey, it ain't going to go well. I could tell you that a thousand times, or you have too many linebackers matched up with receivers. Preston Smith dropping back in coverage. Kenny Clark dropped back in coverage two times against the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? <laughs> Whether he decides to do that himself, because I know some D tackles will say, I'm not going to get home on this play anyway, so I'm just going to drop back was and take it, away the middle. Uh, what game was that where we had that – was it Wilson or Ngabare? One-on-one oh. against C.D. Lamb, right? I think it was C.D. Lamb. I think it was uh, Wilson, but it, the more I think about it, it could have been uh, Ngabare. But, yeah, it just stupid stuff like that. I think it'll make a case for him if, the say, the Lions allow that many points. Um, I think the only way the Lions win this game – is if they create some turnovers. Green Bay could not yep. capitalize on the throws that Brock Purdy was making that were 
kind of just lollipops out there or uh, bad decisions overall. A little uh, wild when it comes to some of those throws in the middle of the field. I thought Keyshawn Nixon could have had one. Obviously, Darnell Savage dropped the pick six. Um, I like this Niners defensive line, though. If you make Goff you know, move around a little bit in the pocket, you're going to cause some havoc, turn the ball over. Um, and we've seen that against Dallas a couple weeks ago. So I think Niners, are you with me? Yeah, I I am rooting for the upset, though. I think that Detroit has a chance if they – I. here's my thing. If the Lions have a chance in this game, they just need to flat out outscore uh, that 49ers team. Uh, that's the only way they can win that game, in my opinion. But on the other hand, we have a very good matchup in the Chiefs and the Ravens. This game is tough to pick because are you going to be able to pick against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a toughie for me. They just I, went on the road and proved it. What are your thoughts? The Ravens right now, they just look unstoppable. It doesn't really matter who you put in front of them. It just seems like that offense clicks. I mean, you don't have huge numbers out of Lamar passing the ball, but or, you know, they don't have a dominant running back taking all those carries. Like, there's not a single individual there taking over the football game, uh, really, beside Lamar Jackson. I mean, he, he can do just both. Um, the receivers there, Zay Flowers, what a year. Odell's had some moments where he's played really well. Rashad Bateman. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. Mark Andrews is back. Isaiah likely stepped up big time at the backup tight end role. Um, and that defense, those pass rushers, man. I mean, they, they didn't really blow your socks off at any of these combines when they ended up drafting some of these dudes with their um, measurables and in their times that they put out there. But they just had so much production in college, and that's why Baltimore's had this crazy luck drafting pass rushers, linebackers, and defensive backs, secondary. Um, I like this team a lot. I don't think Kansas City's offense can put up with this defense. Now, there's one dude that can beat that pass rush, and that's Pat Mahomes. He can evade, give himself time, let his receivers get open downfield. I like the way Kansas City's been playing, like a whole different team. Um, and I'm actually going to go with Kansas City here. So I'm going to go with the upset. Right. I'm going to go with the Ravens. One, it's Harbaugh's brother. By the way, C.J. Stroud still can't beat a Harbaugh. <laughs> All right. And I think the Ravens, it, it's their time, man. Like, Lamar has a prove-it game here at home. And I think that that Chiefs defense is going to struggle containing Lamar in that run game and then once they open that up, Mark Andrews is back. Isaiah Likely is a dog. Zay Flowers can get open. Lamar Jackson is better at throwing the ball. Dalvin Cook can run the ball a little bit. I think the Ravens' offense is too much to handle. And they're my Super Bowl favorite right now. I, I will say that. I like you, BT. I, I really do. I think that's a good-looking pick. Um, you know, that's to be a, one hell of a football game. A lot of good games in store for us. This weekend, once again, it's playoff time in the NFL. Hopefully you guys tune in to that Cohen King episode only, uh, which we'll be posting sometime tomorrow if you're listening to this episode right now. So uh, be on high alert for that. Cohen King is back on the latest catch. We appreciate you guys all for listening. Tune in again next week.